Fashion Month has come and gone, folks. A shoe was thrown in New York, the French accent was dropped at Celine, and Chanel built a beach. As I'm sure I've informed you all previously, twice each year, the four major fashion capitals show the new designer collections. The fall-winter collections are shown February-March, and the spring-summer collections are shown September-October. So we just wrapped the spring-summer collections. The first show this season was in New York on September 6th, and the last official show of this season was Wednesday, October 3rd. Um, so the fashion editors and celebrities and influencers traveled from New York to London to Milan to Paris in that order. And anyone can put on a show in New York during Fashion Week and say it's a part of Fashion Week and capitalize off the energy that's in the city, unlike in Paris, because those French are really strict. But the ruling body for Fashion Week in New York is the CFDA, or the Council of Fashion Designers of America. They manage the official fashion calendar. The CFDA, they acquired the official New York Fashion Week calendar in 2014. And then prior to that, the calendar was managed by Ruth Finley, or Finley. It's finally. <laughs> Back in 1945, when New York Fashion Week was just starting up, and Europe was focused on the war, any designer who wanted to show during New York Fashion Week could just call up Miss Finely and request to book a time slot. And time slots were once very rigid and predictable each season, but recent seasons have been less so. So when I was working at PR agency People's Revolution, we produced the Nicholas K Fashion Show which was the first show of the official New York Fashion Week calendar, and it opened up Fashion Week. All the news outlets would cover this show because it was first. Like, it was the bullet that set off the race from New York to London, and everyone runs to Milan, and then the marathon ends in Paris. And Nicholas K is a smaller brand compared to a lot of the other New York designers showing their collections. And since... Nicholas K was opening the week, Nicholas K would get newspaper front pages and sometimes they would be above the fold, sometimes it would be the entire front page, and they would get a lot of TV coverage too, which was major for any brand. For years, Nicholas K would open and Marc Jacobs would close New York Fashion Week. So Marc Jacobs is one of the big blockbuster shows for New York. In New York, you used to rely on Marc Jacobs, Tommy Hilfiger, Calvin Klein, Ralph Lauren as the big anchor shows that attract media and retail to cover the New York shows. Mark is used to closing New York and it's reliably a great show. It gets great reviews. Everyone loves Mark. But this season, Mark Jacobs was unseated by Rihanna. Rihanna decided to hold her Savage Fenty fashion show in a time slot immediately after Mark's. The timing wasn't too awful as it appeared to be just enough time to get from Mark's venue in Manhattan to Rihanna's Brooklyn venue. But on the night of the show, 
Mark was over an hour late, like probably closer to two hours, and he has never been late. Shows typically run around 30, 30 minutes late, but Mark never. He was always on time. He was known for his punctuality, but not this season. People were reporting that Anna Wintour had left Mark's shows to go to Rihanna's, but it turned out Anna Wintour just got tired of sitting and got up to stretch her legs for a moment. She was still there. Everyone is speculating that Mark was in his feelings about Rihanna taking his spot as the closer for Fashion Week in New York, and he was trying to purposely hold everyone hostage so that they could make so that they couldn't make Rihanna's show. Well, that's just speculation. We don't know. Maybe. But in his Instagram apology the next day, Mark tried to convince everyone that it wasn't malice that was holding up the show, but a series of unfortunate events that were out of his control. Mm-hmm. So on the heels of their recent acquisition of the swimwear brand Olabar brand, Olabar brand, Olabar brand. So on the heels of their recent acquisition of swimwear brand Olabar Brown, Chanel known for their elaborate staging, built an indoor beach to stage their spring-summer 2019 collection. This, was it October? When is Paris? Yeah, it was like a couple days ago. So for Chanel, it was a beach inside with real sand and actual waves inside. So the show had the usual Chanel wares. It was vintage-inspired hip belts spelling out Chanel, quilted handbags and backpacks, and of course, a bountiful amount of tweed. Speaking of acquisitions, Michael Kors bought Versace for $2.1 billion. In addition to acquiring the Milan-based luxury brand, Michael Kors changed its name to Capri Holdings. So Michael Kors Inc., not Michael Kors the man, is now Capri Holdings. Like the vacation destination, Capri. I'm not... You know what I mean. Donatella Versace, who runs the company and has been serving as creative director since her brother Gianni Versace was murdered in 1997, she'll stay on to oversee the brand. Michael Kors is considered lowbrow luxury by many, so the internet outrage was rampant following the purchase announcement. Also, I don't know if I wasn't paying attention at the time, but I don't recall this much outrage when Michael Kors acquired Jimmy Choo last year for $1.2 billion. So when did Versace become so sacred? Michael Kors plans to grow revenue globally for Versace by increasing Versace's retail footprint currently from 200 stores to 300 stores. And Michael Kors also plans to expand accessories and footwear from 30% or what is it, 35% to 60% of Versace's revenue. Uh, as a publicly traded company, Michael Kors hasn't been performing well since like 2015. They opened way too many stores and were cannibalizing sales. The only way Michael Kors can keep meeting market expectations at this time is like, to buy more companies and hopefully learn from their mistakes, chasing the lifestyle product strategy, just churning out products like plates and keychains and just too much. It doesn't seem like they've learned since they're announcing that they're opening more stores for Versace and expanding the accessories lines and just pumping all of this out. So hopefully they have a better plan than how I'm envisioning this going.
Also causing internet outrage was Eddie Silmain's debut collection for Celine. Many fashion critics and Celine brand diehards were panning the collection online, but the saleability of Silmain's collection for Celine is evident. Like, you may not like it, but people are gonna buy it. He's exactly doing the same thing he did at Saint Laurent. His Celine collection was ripped for looking exactly like his Saint Laurent collection, but I'm sure LVMH, the parent company that owns Celine, is hoping the sales look very similar as well. Also, there were a lot of journalists comparing Sylmain to Brett Kavanaugh the day of the show, which was a harsh but easy comparison. Eddie Sylmain replaced Phoebe Philo and he basically erased everything that she molded the fashion brand to represent for the past 10 years, past decade that she was the creative director at Celine. Eddie Silmain makes clothes for club kids and Phoebe designed clothes for sophisticated women. And speaking of women designing for women, London-based designer Mary Katranzu, who just recently celebrated her 10th anniversary of her namesake label, she'll be unveiling a capsule collection with Victoria's Secret in November at the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show. The Katranzu collaboration is the second high fashion capsule for Victoria's Secret after partnering with Balmain for a collection that debuted last year at the fashion show. Harper's Bazaar hosted their fifth annual Icons by Corinne Reutfeld party at the iconic Plaza Hotel in New York City. This year, the party honored music royalty. Christina Aguilera performed. In attendance, Cardi B wearing a gorgeous red Dolce & Gabbana gown threw her shoe at Nicki Minaj, who was wearing a tiger print Alexander Voltaire couture gown. What did you think about Nikki and Cardi's uh, altercation at Fashion Week? Were you, you were at that party, right? No, it was called the Icon Party, but there were no icons there. 